Broadcasting live from Forever Dog Studios in downtown Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, America. It's the new New Time podcast in the style of old, old time radio. The Thrilling Adventure Hour. Treasury from the vault. This episode is brought to you by Work Juice Coffee, Laugh Pass, and Patriot Brand Cigarettes. Originally performed at Largo at the Coronet in spring 2010, but lost to recording error and revived for you now in dynamic, high-definition, studio-quality audio sound, please enjoy episodes one and two of Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars. Kids, shine your Astro Spurs and don your robot fists, because it's time for Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars! Justice rides a rocket steed across the crimson plains of the fourth planet where one man brings fear to robots and aliens and hope to humans who make this frontier planet their home. He is Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars! I'm from Earth. Sparks Nevada rides the outlaw wrongs on Mars. When there's varmints need a catch and young'uns need a saving. On his rocket steed, he'll race across the stars. For he's sworn by the burrs of his astro spurs to right the outlaw wrongs on Mars. Yes, he rights the outlaw wrongs on Mars. The hyper cattle's humming and the margin savage drumming are as beautiful as comet bugs in jars. Oh, he's from Earth, but he rights the outlaw wrongs on Yes, he writes the outlaw wrongs on Mars. On the plains of the red planet, he upholds the law. And he does it with a pair of robot fists. Pow! Evil extermination he has faced. For his robot robes, they hardly ever miss. And I reckon he'll be right. In the name of truth and justice, for as long as he can count the shooting stars. For he's sworn by the burrs of his Astro's birds to ride the outlaw wrongs on Mars. Yes, he rides the outlaw wrongs on Mars. And he's from Earth. When first we meet our hero, Sparks Nevada enjoys a peaceable stroll through the streets of Hope's Eye. Earth's frontier town on the crimson plains of the Red Planet. Has he a hearty howdy for the humans he sees? Howdy, Puss. He surely does. That was the Marshal done said us a howdy, Miss Widow Johnson. Well, howdy back, Marshal. Did you hear how he cleaned up this here planet? First he rounded up all the robot outlaws ever outlawed Mars. Froze them into the ice caps to the north. So you did hear? Yeah. Seems to me like a risky proposition. I'd be an easy to break free of, maybe, if it's a hot day or some such. Huh. Moving on. W- well, did you also hear how he sent them margins packing for the outer planes? Now that I do appreciate fully. Good. I'm fearful of them dang Martians and their differences. I'm fearful especially on behalf of my baby. The baby Johnson particular since the unfortunate passing of Mr. Johnson God rest him by which I mean a good Christian earth God not no outer space margin God yeah and it was Marshall Nevada brokered up the tenuous peace between us human earthland settlers and them blue skins resettled them to the other side of my mega apple super orchard still though separating us from the margins ain't done much to alleviate my fears of them mine neither what with how they ain't rational fears ain't rational at all 
Reckon, if anything, it might ratchet up the tension between humans and Margin into something truly dangerous. All right, moving on. Anyhow, seeing as how there's a hootenanny tonight, was wondering if you wanted to go with the... Oh, Calum, I would love to go to the hootenanny with you. What? No, not with him, with the marshal. Fix it. Calum, fix. But who will watch the baby Johnson if we're to the hootenanny? Oh, Miss Witta Johnson, us? Going? What about the marshal? Oh, you think he would? Course he would. Then it's settled. The marshal will watch over the baby Johnson while you escort me to the hootenanny good and proper. But, okay. Oh, dang it. Is this the direction of the new thrilling adventure hour? A scarcity of thrills or adventure? If that's your desire, direct yourself to Lake Wobegon, for this is the thrilling adventure hour. And our hero is about to encounter something fair alarming. Huh, my badge alarm is blinking. What is it, badge trouble? Recording. If you are hearing this message, then the ice cap prison has been compromised. This alarm system brought to you by Dr. Prime. Better see to that. Mercury. Recording. This voice-activated rocket steed brought to you by Dr. Prime. You gotta have him invent me a mute button. Let's ride. Hiya. And ride our hero does across the crimson landscape through a mega apple super orchard. Smells good. Over Martian territory and out the other side, arriving at the ice cap prison only too late, for its walls are melting and its prisoners have escaped. Fellow outlaws, we are free of our icy prison. Yeah, yes. <laughs> obviously. Not free enough. Let's skedaddle. This particular jailbreak is courtesy of me, John Steelhands, the gentleman thief, currently at large and at your service. I know you from your wanted poster. Nice of you to say. Wanted for devious up to something type scheming, gang masterminding, hyper cattle hyper rustling, bank robbing sneaky, and bank robbing direct. What you have touched on with your brief recitation of my illicit CV is that I am a schemer of the tallest order. Our freedom is a contingency plan to my last extra legal attempt. I purchased a small satellite program to fire a laser at this polar prison to free the lot of us. Great plan! Glad you got caught then! Bye! Bye! Bye-bye! Fellows, please do not transform your undercarriages into rockets and fly away just yet, for I have a plan both counterintuitive and ingenuitive. Together, we might stand against the Marshal Nevada, who is doubtless en route. But if we scatter to the winds, we stand the same chance we ever have. Which is to say, very little indeed. You got any guns? I have the only thing better. Double-decker guns? My wits. Okay. Guess what? We're done professionally. Bye. All gone. Ah, the solitary nature of the robot outlaw. As a scorpion doth sting the frog, dooming them both, are we not all but slaves to our programming? I shall miss every one of you boys, my princes of the plains, my kings of outlaws. Best to depart myself before the marshal doubtless arrives. Too late, John Steelhands, the gentleman thief. 
The Marshal is doubtless already here already. Marshal! Here you are, and with such alacrity. Is that a new shirt? So very becoming. Yeah, it is. Th all right, save it, fella. Put up them steel hands of yours, John Steel Hands. Yes, sir. You have me dead to rights. Of course, as you are doubtless aware, having melted most of the prison but for the face of it, what's left is an icy dam restraining ever so much water. Why, were this crystalline dam to burst, you would have a veritable flood on your non-steel, though well manicured, by which I mean the fingers thereon are hands. Which will it be, Marshal? Will you stop me or somehow stop this flood which I should inform you will ravage the Martian village, a mega-apple soup orchard, and your earthling settlement for all innocently lay in its path? Which will it be, Marshal? Both. Ow! I did not see that coming. Lovely shot, sir, but I would expect that to be... That's John Steelhands, the gentleman thief, taken care of. And now to stop a flood. I'll just set my laser pistol to freeze laser, reinforce the dam, keep the whole thing from flooding. Where's the settings button? Here it is. Recording. You have selected menu options. To reset your laser pistol settings, say reset. Reset, ice laser. Sorry, I did not understand your command. Reset, ice laser. I think you're saying restore presets. Is this correct? That is not. Please say yes or no. No. Oh, she's cracking. Come on, you stupid laser pistol. I think you said, come on, you stupid laser pistol. This is not a valid command. Come on, just reset. I think you said reset. Is this correct? Yes. What setting would you like? Stun. No. Disintegrate. No. Standard. Come on. Freeze. Sneeze. No. Freeze. I think you said freeze. Is this correct? Yes. The setting freeze has been selected. Thank goodness. This could go at any second. Please restart your gun. Oh, come on. Restart. You still have an open menu. Please close all menus. Close all. Would you like to save settings? Save settings. Settings saved. Restarting. Great. Welcome. Great. Nick of time. Let's go. Some of your applications were closed without saving. Data may be corrupted. Check your calendar for the time and date. Dang it, looks like we get a flood. Rushing too fast for any freeze laser or anything. Holstering. Recharge mode activated. Come on, Mercury. Let's go stop us a flood. Somehow. I just warned Doc Prime gave me something to use in case of a flood. It'll be in this saddle bag. Aha! In case of flood, break glass. Recording. If you can hear this message, you've broken the glass and are going to attempt to stop a flood using the mighty might of science. It's just a metal circle with clamps on it. What do I do? Please try to use your modest mind to grasp the following instructions. Step one. Clasp the clasps to the loop of your lasso. All right. Clasping the clasps. That is the only step. You have successfully activated the wormhole generator. All right, I get it. Wormhole lasso. Reckon I'm roping me a flood today. Let's catch up to the front end, boy. Hiya! You are no doubt marveling at my scientific achievement. No, I'm trying to lasso this flood, which is nearly to the Martian camp. And we nearly reached the front of it. Just a little more. Here we go. Instead of marveling, 
Please lasso the flood into the wormhole. Yeah, I, I got it. Which is comparatively simple. Be easier if you would comparatively shush up. Use your lasso. I'm doing it. Use the loop end. I'm doing it now. Got it. Fucking like a space bronco. But I'm from Earth. Yep, did it. Not a drop of flood touched the Martian camp. I ain't bad at this. Oh. Strange. Intriguing. Oh. I see. Most mm. unusual. Curious. Mm. Mm. Oh, a human. Oh, Martians. Uh, howdy. Uh, y'all see me last of that flood? <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you're welcome. Holobar, Sparks Nevada. You have prevented a great water from consuming our encampment. Yeah, I, uh, I did that, huh? For your valor, we fall under great onus to you. Uh, I don't know about valor, just, you know, doing my job. Of which valor's a part, I reckon. There is nothing more grave to us than onus. Yeah, respectfully, I really gotta run. Got these robot outlaws that escaped. Need hunting down. Sparks Nevada, it is not our desire to exist under onus to a human Earthman. In order to fulfill our onus to you, we present to you the being designated Croach the Tracker. You're presenting me with a, a being? Croach, the tracker. Greetings, Sparks Nevada. Um, howdy. Look, Chief, I... I don't got no need nor want for no being. So maybe you want to... Where'd he go? Where'd the rest of them go? I have been presented. They have departed. I now possess their onus. Its significance is considerable and unpleasant. Shall I reduce my onus by tracking your metal enemies? I don't take to putting civilians in harm's way. Were I to incur harm, my onus would be severely reduced. Okay, S still... Were I to die, my onus would be nearly completely lifted. Don't reckon I need any help anyway, Croach. My designation is Croach the Tracker. What... what I say? Croach. Ah, close. Not close. Croach is a ridiculous-sounding collection of letters, not a designation. Okay, Croach. We are designated descriptors without irony. I am designated Croach the Tracker, for my antenna have the concentrated sensitivity of the Andromeda Mole, the most sensitive Soricomorpha in the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, always whining about something, them moles. Sparks Nevada, I might track your metal enemies with my very sensitive antenna. I don't know. Not sure the townsfolk could cotton to me riding with the margin. Not sure how I feel about it, honestly. Marshal Nevada! Your lariat desires your attention. Lariat? Huh? The rope that is yours? Yeah, see, this is just what I mean. Martian language is... weird. By my calculations, enough time has passed for you to either have stopped a flood, or have been killed attempting to stop a flood. If the former is the case, hooray! I hypothesize that you could do it. If the latter is the case, disregard this message. Yeah, I'm gonna get him to invent a volume knob for his instructions. <laughs> they get preachy. There is a volume control. There is? Where? It is nigh microscopic. I shall adjust it. Doing so will reduce my onus, microscopically, but still. All right, yeah, uh, be my guest. If I am your guest, I am under further onus. No thank you. Yeah, that's not... All right. Carrying on. You must be curious as to how I created a wormhole generator. Well, it started three years ago when I invented the most fascinating flavor of ice cream. A mix of strawberry and chocolate I called Choco Strawberry. Why not chocolate, you no doubt ask? There. The voice of the being designated Dr. Prime is decremented from the surface of the auditory spectrum. 
He is still deafening in the nether spectrum. Wait, you can still hear him? You cannot detect the nether spectrum? You can? Human designated Sparks Nevada. Presently, I am utilizing only a fraction of my sensory capabilities, and yet still I can sense the entropic and olfactory signatures of your enemies even as they nearly dissipate in the void of space. Really? I suppose you might be some kind of helpful tracker at that. Descriptors without irony, Sparks Nevada. Well, I reckon if you can find them robots, we can even up your onus before any townsfolk find out. Anyway, let's ride. Yes, let us ride. No, I, uh, I already said that. Listen, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to ride. As will I. My onus is increased due to my gratitude for allowing me to ride by your side. Ah, oh, no. It ain't nothing. Then my onus is lessened. Watch out for that cactoid. Increased. It's a nice saddle, by the way. <sighs> increased. Oh, yep. Okay. Is this the beginning of Sparks Nevada? It is, yeah. Tune in next time for the next thrilling episode, The Space Train Robbery. And now, a word from one of our sponsors. Hi, I'm Cal Flamby from Office Building. And if you like office supplies, go to Office Building and get to building your office with all the supplies you can rent. It's a sound business model. And boy, I wish I had an office building-like store to help me start my business when I was starting building my business, Office Building. Similarly, if you like comedy, don't just listen to a podcast about it. Watch a live performance of it. Not of this podcast, of comedy. Stand Up New York presents Laugh Pass. For a low annual fee, Laugh Pass gives you unlimited access to comedy shows, as well as perks like a free ticket to bring a friend if you have one, VIP seating to sit in, and advance notice when big name comics come around. They put the Get Into a Show app that tells you what you should have gone to afterwards right straight out of business. So go to getlaughpass.com and get Laugh Pass. Enter promo code THRILLING, or this will all have been for nothing. That's T-H-R-I-L-L-I-N-G. And rent all the pens you can rent from office buildings. It's a depot for office supplies. Kids, shine your Astro Spurs and down your robot fists, because it's time for Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars! Justice rides a rocket steed across the crimson plains of the fourth planet, where one man brings fear to robots and aliens, and hope to humans who make this frontier planet their home. He is Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars! I'm from Earth. With the help of his Martian companion, Crouch the Tracker... I am from Galut Prakta. Which we call Mars, so... You do? Right, we just... That is incorrect. Just say Mars. Nevada. Sparks Nevada writes the outlaw wrongs on Mars. When there's varmints need a catcher, and young'uns need a saving, on his rocket steed he'll race across the stars. For he's sworn by the burrs of his astro spurs to write the outlaw wrongs on Mars. Yes, he writes the outlaw wrongs hypercattles humming, and the margin savage drumming, are as beautiful as comet bugs in jars. Oh, he's from Earth, but he writes the outlaw wrongs on Mars. Yes, he writes the outlaw wrongs 
On the plains of the red planet, he upholds the law, and he does it with a pair of robot fists. Pow! Evil extermination he has faced, for his robot rogues they hardly ever miss. And I reckon he'll be right, in the name of truth and justice, for as long as he can count the shooting stars. For he's sworn by the birds of his Astro's birds to ride the outlaw wrongs when last we left our hero, Sparks Nevada had failed to stop a robot outlaw jailbreak, allowing the worst varmints in the galaxy to scatter across Mars. The stalwart marshal did, however, stop a runaway flood. You are welcome. For keeping the angry waters from destroying the Martian campant, he was bequeathed a curious offering, a Martian. I am designated Croach the Tracker. I will fulfill the onus of my people by tracking your metal enemies for you. Can Sparks Nevada and his newfound Martian companion find and catch the fugitive robot rogues? Or will the Crimson Plains be overrun with automatonic lawlessness? Find out in tonight's thrilling adventure, The Space Train Robbery. Croach the Tracker, huh? No. Croach the Tracker. Right. Croach the Tracker. You pronounce my descriptor, the Tracker, correctly. You pronounce my designation, Croach, incorrectly. Croach. 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 We're, we're saying the same thing. Mm. Your single tongue cannot possibly mimic the sound necessary for correct pronunciation. Croach. With every flawed pronunciation, my onus and the onus of my tribe is reduced, Sparks Nevada. Hang on, Sparks Nevada? <laughs> that ain't how you say my name. Then my onus is increased. No, I was just fooling around. <laughs> you can say it any way you please. Fooling around? Yeah, for fun. Fun? Oh, I don't know how to begin describing fun to you. Sparks Nevada, I would be under onus to you if you would allow me to fulfill my onus in as short a chronological measurement as possible. Allow me to begin to reduce my onus by tracking your metal enemies. Yeah, I'd like to think they're our metal enemies. I have tracked them. My onus is reduced. Now, allow me to direct you to them. An act that shall free me from onus entirely. Wait, you found them just like that? All of them? We assign descriptors without irony. My antenna can detect the subcolors of the olfactory spectrum. I sense the heat residues of your closest metal enemies a mere three units from here. I can sense the heat residue of your furthest metal enemy upon a moon of Jupiter. He is purchasing a gun. Now he waits for change. Now he loads the gun. Now he shoots the shopkeeper. Now he takes his money back. Now he walks out of the shop. Now he reconsiders. Uh -oh. He returns. Yeah, he's going to take the rest of the money. Now he takes the rest of the money. Now he... Grudge, let's just see to the nearest outlaws you mentioned. The ones that are three units, uh, let me guess, that away? That is correct. Perhaps the humans should designate you a tracker. Mm, ain't tracking. It's knowing how far away the space train tracks are, three units, and knowing what it is outlaws tend to rob. Space trains. Let's ride. Sparks Nevada, we are already riding. You atop your cyber steed, I on my hover saddle. No, I meant, like, let's ride in that direction. Fast. Hiya! Meanwhile, on the space train. I am riding the space train. I hope nobody robs it. I'm so rich and covered in jewels. Oh heavens! An explosion! Oh look! look. Robots! Robots. 
Not again! Attention, space train folk! This here is a robbery what's happening! A robbery in which I, Piston Pete, am a robbing you! Every train! This here's my partner in the endeavor of robbing you! He's a beep poop robot, and I'll be absolutely gall darned if I can understand a single thing he says! <laughs> I don't get you! Now, folks, y'all may or may not have heard of the recent jailbreak, but we are fresh out of jail, and I couldn't be tickleder to be back to it. Brings me back to my first robbery, which, aw, oh, you don't need my whole life story. Just know there's but two things I like to the point of I can't never get enough. Robbing and shooting. I'm here to rob you, good fine folks. But if you give me an excuse, reckon I'll indulge in my other pastime. Too sweet. Now, I assume Beep's here to be saying, but Pete, ain't you likely as not going to shoot these folks too just after robbing them of their valuables? To which I reply, probably. But maybe he's saying something completely else. What do I know? I wonder if he understands me. <laughs> I'll never know. Now, please hand over your valuables to Beepy. That includes watches and billfolds and, heck, I don't know, pretty earrings. If it got value to you, then it got value to me. So hand it over. Uh, yes, you in the back. Even sentimental value? Even sentimental value. Oh. Oh, no! Poop, poop! You beeping poop like I shoot and rob. Good and a lot. But darned if I know what you're saying! Now, speaking of a shooting and a robbing, now that I done whet my appetite with robbing, what say I put a star to some shooting? Starting with eeny, meeny, miny. That guy right there! Me? Yeah, you. You look like the type I'd like to shoot and shoot and shoot some more. With guns! Rings of Jupiter, Mr. Robot. Please do not shoot me. Would you believe it is just that type talk that puts me right in a shooting mood? Do I know how to pick them? I do. If you got prayers, say them quick and hope whoever's listening is fast at hearing. Wait. Another shooting candidate makes itself known. I hereby rescind my candidacy. Oh, but okay. Fair is fair. Nomination withdrawn. Now, did you have more to interject or just an interest in parliamentary procedures? I only meant to point out that Jupiter ain't got rings. He said rings of Jupiter as an interjection. No rings on Jupiter. He's right. I'm fair certain Jupiter has rings. Prominent rings. You're Saturn's got rings. Saturn. Saturn is in one way. You must mean Saturn. Saturn has rings. As do I. Ha <laughs> ha, what? With your permission... He said that though Saturn's rings are more prominent and well-known, Jupiter does have rings of its own. I speak a little beep -o. You do? Ooh, tell him next robbery, we ought to get a sack in which to put the valuables in. Um, beep-boop. Whistle beep-boop. Ain't gonna be no next robbery, Pete. Smash the battle! You done blasted another hole in this space train instead of just coming through the hole we made? What's the matter? Too good for a robot made hole? What? No. Do you know how hard it is to leap from a rocket steed and land in an already made hole? No, it's just more sensible to make another hole. Well, get ready to get full of holes your own self on account of how I'm gonna shoot and shoot and shoot you. You ready? Let me ask you just one thing. You ask me anything you like. These are your last words to use as you please. Uh-huh. 
You break out of prison, then come right here? I admit, I could not wait to get a Robin. So you didn't stop nowhere en route to this here train robbery? Nevada, clean out your ears. I broke free of prison. I came here to rob the train first thing. Didn't stop for no chocolate chip pancakes, as I don't got no sweet tooth. What I got is a itch some trigger finger, and I aim to start scratching it by a shooting. Okay, then. Go ahead. I am about to. Yeah? Do your worst. Being at peace with your demise ain't gonna spoil my fun, Nevada. On account of nothing spoils the intrinsic fun of shooting. Why don't you start shooting, then? All right, you aced for it. I'll just... Wait. Wait. Wait, where's my... Wait! I didn't throw you in prison and let you keep your guns, Pete. You shoulda. You ain't got no guns, Piston Pete. Dang it! In the future, let a bot keep his guns when you lock him up. Definitely no. But lucky for you, I ain't gonna shoot an unarmed robot. Nevada, I ain't much for books, but you're all right in my one of them. Why shoot when I got these here robot fists I can done? I ain't much for brawling of the contactual type. What say you use them fists and give me your guns, which you ain't using anyway? Fair up this match a bit? This is what my robot fists sound like when they power up. Don't do nothing hasty, Nevada. I mean to say, technically, I ain't robbed this here space train, unarmed as I am. I was just joking. The Beepsy Boopsy was the masterminder anyways. He's got all the valuables, see? I'm just a bystander. Tell him. He ain't standing by nothing. Oh, he's lying. Said he'd shoot us. Said he'd cheat us. No, he identified himself by name and stated that he was robbing the space train. Oh, you bunch of Judases. I will shoot you someday and shoot you and shoot you each. Maybe, but not today. Ha! Huh. Punched him out the hole he came in through. One down, one to go. How about it, mister? You gonna come quietly? Is that... is that a yes? Sparks Nevada. I was waiting outside in a state of onal equilibrium when one of your metal enemies emerged from the aperture in the side of the space train, deactivated via an exaggerated punching mechanism. There exists one more metal enemy that remains activated. Do you believe I might extrapolate from the duration of this encounter a representative sample in terms of collecting your other metal enemies? If that is the case, I will need to cancel some appointments. Move things around, certainly. A margin! Don't eat me, margin! Don't eat me neither, Margin! Nor me, you heathen and native! Human passenger, the taste of your flesh is unpalatable to four of my nine taste receptors. How would he know that less than he tasted us once? It's the only way! And what about them other five receptors? All right, folks, this Margin's riding with me. He's helping out. I promise he won't eat nor harm a single hair in your head. Boo. <laughs> now, what'd you go and say boo for? It is a word we use to call more younglings. Does it have some different meaning in your Earth language? It does, yeah. Yes, I'll translate. You're welcome. The robot says Marshall, Nevada, while my erstwhile partner was not forward-thinking enough to procure a firearm, what you'll doubtless recall is that my arm transforms into a gun thusly. And while you listen, captivated to the translation of my speech, 
I am shooting out the brakes guidance system and anti-gravity generators of this transport. By the time you hear this, you will find yourselves upon a runaway space train. I will be making my escape while you figure out a way to save these poor passengers from crashing into the nebula gorge. You ain't going nowhere, beep boop. Dang, you got a force field I can't punch through. And my laser six shooters ain't having no luck neither. What, what did he say? He's just laughing. Sparks Nevada, would it aid my onus were I not only to find and lead you to your metal enemies, but also assist in stopping them? Uh, yes. Then I shall fulfill my onus with rapidity. You got something that'll go through a force field that lasers and robot fists can't? I possess something. What are those, little axes? You would designate them plasma cannons. Oh, you just disintegrated that beep-boop robot force field and all. I trust this shall satisfy a fraction of my onus. That rude blue skin also disintegrated our valuables it was holding. You're all safe now, though, so, yeah. Bagropa, now I am under onus to these humans. Who are you talking to? Were these humans to die before I fulfill my onus to them, I would be under onus to all humans, an onus that could never be fulfilled. I am incapable of constructing a more unpleasant scenario. I must attempt to save them from a fiery death, but to do so may mean my own death which would fulfill my onus, as well as the onus of my people. A calculated risk. Sparks Nevada, your lariat. You mean lasso? Remove the device that contains the flood. I shall tether the space train to my hover saddle and attempt to fly it across the gorge. If it works, none shall perish. If it does not work, all shall perish. If all should perish, my onuses would be fulfilled. Uh, sounds iffy, but it's as good a plan as any. Let's go. Let's? Well, figure you got a better chance if I help you out with my rocket steed. What do you say? But you are under no onus. Onus or not, I'm a marshal. Which is like being under onus to decent folks everywhere. I'd make a longer, prettier speech, but we ain't got time to spare. Let's start tying off these extra lassos and save us some folk. Or perish in the attempt. I'd, I'd prefer saving, but yeah. Let's ride. There they go, out the hole they came in through. I can see them tying up their horse and saddle to the train. We're almost to the gorge. I hate runaway space trains. I can't look. Just tell me if we die. They're jumping. It's visually spectacular. So great. We totally stopped a runaway space train, Croach. You butcher my name. Don't ruin the moment. We saved the day, you and me. This could be the beginning of a new chapter in human-Martian relations. By our example, we could put an end to the fear and distrust between... Look! Flying saucer. Is this the end of Sparks, Nevada? Has our hero rescued a train full of distressed travelers from relentlessly robbing robot rogues only to lose a battle with aliens and a UFO? Find out next time in our next thrilling adventure, Inside Out in Outer Space.
And that's today's episode of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, Treasury from the Vault. Sparks Nevada, Marshall on Mars, Episode 1, Icebreak, and Episode 2, The Space Train Robbery, were written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, and starred Mark Evan Jackson, Mark Gagliardi, Paul F. Tompkins, Shannon Woodward, Brendan Small, Jared Logan, and Hal Loveland. Today's episode featured musical themes and arrangements by Poland Storm, with vocals by John Roderick and Paul Saborin. The Thrilling Adventure Hour Treasury from the Vault is a production of the Forever Dog Podcast Network. Produced and engineered by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Ben Lapidus, Alex Ramsey, and Anna Rubinova. And narrated by me, Hal Lublin. For more of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash thrillingadventurehour and get exclusive access to our entire back catalog, complete libraries of classic segments, bonus content, merch discounts, and more. See you next time on the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Treasury from the vault.